Man, y'all gave Kirk a seat, didn't get me one, but that's all right. I'm here in Jesus' name in the house of the Lord. You did? Shliza, you messing this up. Amen. You know how some folks just can't stay out of things. Amen. But we're here <laughs> in Jesus' name, and we give God glory for it. Amen. We have a speaker today. Amen. We have a speaker today because we're going out to celebrate my little daughter's birthday. Amen. 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 She wants us to believe she's 29. And she is. And she is. Amen. I just, it's just hard for me to believe that I have a child, 29, going into her 30s. Amen. Good Lord. Amen. 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 But I thank God for her. Amen. A, a, a child of God. Amen. Walking in godliness. Amen. Walking in holiness. I am blessed. Amen. I am blessed. I am blessed of the Lord. Well, without further ado, amen, we do have a speaker on this morning. Amen. We have someone who has a word from the Lord. Amen. Who has been a um, diligent, constant member of this assembly for quite a while. I remember when they were brought here. Amen. And they were brought here just to visit. Amen. And that visit turned into a long-term relationship. Amen. For we are brothers and sisters in the Lord. He came here by himself. The next Sunday, he brought his family. Amen. He brought one of his children here that was in a carriage. And yesterday, she was singing on the praise and worship team. Uh, amen. 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 He had another little girl that we watched that was, what, six or seven? And we had the pleasure of marrying her. Amen. Amen. And now, when they first came, their son wasn't here, but the Holy Spirit oh, tugged on his heart. From the prayers of mom and dad and others in the assembly praying, God brought the son in. And then his mother-in-law came in. And she's never left. Amen. And she cooks her bishop her famous rice and beans and plantains. I don't want no one mess with her. Amen. For she is my heart. Amen. She's a lovely woman in the Lord. And Mother Ingram always say, where is Mercedes? That's my friend. Amen. And we thank God for this family. Amen. We want them to know that we love them greatly. And they have really been a blessing to this church. Amen. And it is an honor and a privilege. Amen. To call up our deacon, Nick Pajitas. Amen. Come on and give God a hand, praise. Amen. 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 A true man of God, a man of God who would not be up here if it was left up to him. Amen. Because he just likes being in the background. 
Amen. But how, how many know that you got to come out of the shadows? Amen. It's time to come out of the shadows. Amen. And to show the gifts and the ministry that God has put in you. Point your hand forward towards this servant of the living God. Lord, may Nick decrease that you, O Lord, increase. Lord, use your manservant to speak to my heart that I may be made whole by the word of the living God. Lord, I thank you in advance for your word of life that will speak life into my life and not death. In Jesus' name. Come on and give God a hand. Praise like you mean it. Come on and bless the Lord for his goodness. Come on and give him praise. Come on and give him honor. Give him glory. Give him blessings. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let everything that have breath. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's an honor and a privilege to stand here today before you to give you what God has given me. Not what I'm going to give you is what God has given me to give you. Thank God for our leaders. I love you guys so much. Great examples. Thank you for the opportunity to speak today. Thank God for my wife and my children. Thank God for my congregation. Deacon, I love you all. We all play a part in this ministry. We all play a very important part, whether you know it or not because your presence alone can change someone's life. Okay, the things you do, the way you act, the things you say can change someone's life, can encourage the next person, amen? amen. So I just wanna thank God for salvation. I thank God for saving my family. I thank God for my mother-in-law. I thank God for my parents who birthed me, Who aren't here today in, in flesh, but they are here in spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I just thank God for them and for showing us the way to go. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen. To God be the glory. And I just pray that none of me, but all of him, all of him, not even a little bit of me, in Jesus' name. While you're standing, I just want to read the word here. Genesis 12. Thank God for the word. Genesis 12. And I'm going to read the whole chapter. Go even into 13, so just bear with me. Now the Lord had said to Abram, 
Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him and Lot went with him. And Abraham, when 70 and five years old, when he departed out of Haran, and Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance and they, that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Shechem, unto the plain of Moriah, and the, and the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said unto, unto thy and, uh, um, and the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he had come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarah his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, and they shall say, This is thy wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, that thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princess also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the women, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entered, and he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he said, and he had sheep and oxen and asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called upon, and Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didn't thou tell me that she was thy wife? Why sayest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to, my, to be my wife. Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and go away. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him. And they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. There's more. I don't know how to change the page here. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going 13. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. 
And Abram was very, was very rich in cattle and silver and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called upon the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents, and the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelt there in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we are brethren. It is not, is not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt, take the left hand, and I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered, everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Thank God for the word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know it was a lot of reading, but there's a lot of things here that Abraham had gone through. And this is where the Lord had taken me Regarding this word today, he had changed the whole script on me. They had told me a while ago, Pastor and Bishop, um, about today, to speak today. And so I went into my notes and gathered some information and meditated on it and, and wrote a whole essay and composition because everything I do, I write it down. Um, and And... It wasn't, I think it was last week that I'm sitting, studying, and praying that God changed it. And I'm like, well, Lord, what do you want me to do? And that's the thought. Lord, what do you want me to do? And the title, I Must Believe God, which is the life-changing title for most, if not all of us, because it's a title that we have to practice. We have to practice believing God. I mean, we have the proof. We've seen it. We know that prayer works. For those of you that have prayed, and then you have seen your prayers answered, you know that God is a prayer answering God. I know that God is a prayer answering God. And I must believe God and must continue to pray. We prayed and prayed and look at Nick. Now he's a man of God. We prayed and prayed, and, and look at Kelly. She came out from the world, and, and now she's a, a woman of God. Yeah. And Dana, who's been struggling 
through her teenage years and, and we all struggle. But she's a young lady of God. And I thank God for that. I thank God for my wife who's a woman of God. So, so it started a long time ago. It started with prayer. So I thank God for that weapon of prayer. And for those who don't believe that prayer works, keep on praying. Because God is faithful, amen? God is faithful. So the thought is, Lord, what do you want me to do? Long time, about two weeks with this thought. And the challenge is hear, obey, and worship. And so I said, God, how? And he said, I just told you. Hear, H, obey, O, and worship. That's how. And I was like, oh, wow. And so he took me to Luke 22, 39 through 42. And he came out and went as he want to the Mount of Olives. And his disciples also followed him. And when he was in the place, he said to them, pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And that's the topic. Not my will, but thine be done. And I'm standing here, not my will, but thine be done. And everything that I do, at least I try, it's not my will, but thine be done, and that's not easy. So I'm standing on this challenge, hear, obey, and worship. And when the Lord said hear, he was talking about listening to his word. Every chance that I get, every chance that we get to listen and hear his word. To go to church, this is what God is saying. To go to church every chance that you get. This is what God is saying. To use the key sense of hearing with your ears that I have given you. More importantly, to hear God's word with your heart. Hearing God's word builds your faith. The Bible says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, by my word. This is what God is saying. If you want to live right, you must do it by faith. He said it's impossible to please me without faith. 
The Bible says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God said, I said four times in my word, in Habakkuk, Romans, Galatians, and Hebrew, that the just shall live by faith. And you're reminded again, are you hearing me? Are you paying attention? The just, which is the righteous, must live, live to be, think, speak, and act by faith, love for, always seeking, reliance on, hope in, obedience to trust and trust in God. Now that means that the individual whose personality and behavior are acceptable to God lives thinks and acts as one who loves, seeks, relies on, hopes in, obeys, and trusts in God. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The individual whose personality and behavior are acceptable to God thinks, speaks, and acts as one who loves, seeks, relies on, hopes in, obeys, and trusts in God. The just shall live by faith. You're not saved by your faith. You're saved by grace through faith. You're saved by grace through faith. Love, seek, rely, hope, obey, and trust in God. Now Abraham, he heard from God. He heard from God. He obeyed God. He did what God said to do. And there came a time when he did something a little bit different, just like we do. Now, the word here, I just thought I'd let you know, because I'm a, a, a study, I like to study and stuff. It's crazy, I like to study. 590 times the word here is in the Bible. So now I'm moving on to obey. Just bear with me. And that's 69 times that word obeys in the Bible. And they have obedience and obeyed. Obedience is in there 12 times. And we read in 1 Samuel that to obey is better than sacrifice. You can fast and pray, but you must obey. Look at Joseph. I know we didn't read about Joseph, but everybody knows the story about Joseph in his life. There was a time when he told Lady Potiphar, I can't do that. Mr. Potiphar trusts me. Potiphar gave him command over everything in his house, except his wife, of course. You don't mess with a man's wife. He told Potiphar, I can't do that. Mr. Potiphar, trust me. So Joseph said, he also said, it would be a great sin against God. That may have excited her a little more. The Bible says that day after day 
after day, she went after him. And he refused to go to bed with her. You must obey and stay out of temptation's neighborhood. There was one um, Sunday school where we spoke about that, you know, shopping in temptation mall. You have to be careful. You can't play around with temptation. You gotta stay out of temptation's neighborhood. And you have to make up your mind. You have to make up your mind to be obedient to the word of God and live a lifestyle of obedience. Now, my wife and I, we were veteran shackers, veteran for many years. We even had a child, our firstborn, right over there. 32 years old, God bless him. It was a sinful relationship until the Holy Spirit convicted us. It took Abraham 75 years, okay? Now, no matter what, it was wrong in God's sight. No matter how good we thought it was and we had it going on and no matter what, it was wrong in God's sight. The world said it was okay. We had common law and all of that. The world's definition of morality is different from God's definition. Now, aren't you tired of the world deciding what's right and wrong? The word says it's wrong, and it's wrong. We can't tell God what we think is right. The book of instruction tells us what's right and wrong. And we love the Lord, and we're going to praise him by the way we live our lives. If you're saved, you need to live right. You need to live right. If you're saved, you need to live right. If you're saved, you need to live right. You're going to go to heaven because you're saved, but you might go to heaven sooner than what you want because you're not living right. You must live right. You must learn to be obedient to God's word. You can get free and learn to be obedient to the word because God said all things are possible with Christ. He will strengthen you. I must believe God. I must believe God. He changed my life. And I hate to say looking back because look, Jesus said, remember Lot's wife? So I hate to say looking back, but we reflect and we learn on the things that we've done and we're able to encourage the next brother, the next sister, because been there, done that. 
Jesus said, remember. That means don't forget Lot's wife. So looking back, I asked God to grade me. And he gave me an F. And an F to me was failure. And when I read the story here that we just read, it was lengthy, but we see how Abraham was obedient and he believed God and he went to a place that he didn't know. And then some trouble came and there was a famine. We see that when, when Abraham went, he, he built an altar and he worshiped the Lord. And nowhere while he was in Egypt did we read, and I read it over a dozen times, that he worshiped the Lord in Egypt. And guess what? Lot was with him. And the way you live your life, people see it. Your children, your family see it. And then they think it's all right. Or maybe they'd say it's not all right, but you did it. Lot was with him. He got to see all of Egypt. He was there. He saw the errors of his way. Then they got into some argument, their herdsmen and stuff. And Lot, we read it. He chose the part that even looked, the best part. He chose the best part because he was thinking of him that looked like Egypt because that's what he saw. It probably was popping. Egypt is a reflection of the world. When you look at the world, you're like, wow, the world got it going on. People of the world, they're making this money, they're doing it and doing it and doing it well. But... That's not God's way. We have to refrain from that kind of lifestyle and live an obedient life. So when I look back, this brought tears because of all the things that I've done in my life and the things that my family have seen and the way you live your life, it, it, it does something to the people that are with you. The way my parents lived their life did something to me, caused me to be a certain way. So that's what's happening. That's what happened with Lot. That's what happened with me. But thank God for Jesus, because he said, with Christ, all things are possible, that he will give us the strength so they will see the change. They have seen the change. They have seen me. And your family is seeing you make the change, seeing you pray, seeing you believe in God, seeing you trust God, seeing you walk in obedience and walk by faith and not by sight. We have to be careful. So 
I took it as an F for failure. But then the Lord encouraged me. And he said that the F was for forgiven. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. All sin. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all, all unrighteousness, all that filthiness. So it brought a smile to my face. Jesus said in a, in a parable, let me go there. I thought I was going to be able to use this here. In Luke, no, Matthew, he said in a parable, This is supposed to be faster. <laughs> Matthew 18, 21. Then he came to Peter and asked, then he came to Peter and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee and seven times, but unto 70 times seven. Therefore, he's saying, and I are going to describe the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, is the kingdom of heaven like unto you, a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one he brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. Now, that might not sound like a lot, but it's a whole lot more than what you make. The description here means a lot, a lot of money. If, for you, it might mean a million dollars, okay? And if you make a million dollars, then it might mean a billion dollars, okay? That's the description here, okay? 10,000 talents, but for as much as he had to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. He forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. He owed him just a couple of dollars. Just a couple of dollars. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me that thou owest. He went looking for this guy, and he snatched him by his throat and say, you better pay me what you owe me. He didn't even owe as much as he had owed his 
Lord. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison. Now wait. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Sound familiar? And he went, and he would not, but he went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what he had did, they went, they were very sorry, and they came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that, had called him and said to him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desirest me. Should not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And the Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you if ye from your hearts forgive not every one of his brother their trespasses. Forgiveness is a key thing. But look what Jesus said in in Luke 17. He said, hear the word. He said, hear his word. Okay, this is his word. This is not my word. 17 and 3. Luke 17 and he said, Take heed to yourself. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. So, so if he repents, forgive him. So we have to repent. And we're not talking about, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We have to be obedient to his word. We have to change direction. We have to do it God's way. It might be hard, but that's what we have to do. And with Christ, we can. He will give us the strength. Amen. Amen. Another thing that the F stood for was forgotten. So we tend to remember so many things, and God has us to remember a lot of things too. But one thing that he's not going to remember, and I don't mean that he can't because he's sovereign, he's all-knowing, but he chooses not to. He's not going to judge us on these things that we have been forgiven for. So he said that the F stand for forgotten. And I bless him because the Bible says I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities. He said, will I remember no more? That's in Hebrews. He also said in his word, I, even I, am he that blotteth out (laughs) all thy transgressions for my own sake. And I will not remember thy sins. For as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. He also said, and 
Thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea, into that sea of forgetfulness. He won't remember them anymore. He'll cast them into that sea, and he puts a sign. It says, no fishing allowed. But we want to go and do what we want to do and go swimming where we're not supposed to go swimming and go fishing where we're not supposed to go fishing and then cry boo-hoo because we want to stuff. Not what? Let me see if I could get there, because I have some stuff that I wrote, because I wrote everything down. God didn't write it, but I need to reflect and go there, because standing here feels different, but practice makes perfect. How many know that practice makes perfect? If you practice rejecting Jesus... You get real good. Practice. 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 Waiting. Amen. We have to practice these things. People worship in different ways. Some people are quiet. They're praising. They're talking. They worship. And that's just worship. That's just all kinds of ways to worship. They worship on their knees. Some people worship laying down. Some people standing up. Some people build altars worshiping unto the Lord. Some people... God's word because there's so much accountability. You have to be careful. You can't say the wrong thing. You have to speak what God says. I thank God I'm speaking what God says. Nothing that I'm saying that is not from God. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now worship, as we have learned, is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that must be practiced. It can be done in various ways, in various places, for various reasons, to various gods, small g, to various idols. We have to worship the one true living God. Remember the woman at the well? 
The word says, but here's a question for you. Who or what are you worshiping? That's a serious question. But the hour comes and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. In spirit, with your heart, with the passion, meaning it inside and out, not just going through the motions. And in truth, the true God and not some idol. Being truthful with your words, with your thoughts. You must have a knowledge of him. How do you have a knowledge of him? You have to read his word. There's no other way. You have to hear his word. You have to obey his word. His spirit will go in you. It will change you. It will change you. If it hasn't changed you, get into his word. Hear, obey, and worship him, the one true living God. You will be changed. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. The more you know about God, the more we appreciate him. The more we appreciate him, the deeper our worship. The deeper our worship, the more God is glorified. That's what the Lord gave me. And he said, not my will, meaning my will, your will, but thines be done. Stand. Please stand with me. That wasn't a long message, but that's the how-to. He said, Lord, what do you, he said, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he told me, he said to hear his word every day, obey his word, put it into practice. For the word of God can change us. It's alive. It cuts. It, it solves problems. Amen. And he said, worship. He said, worship in spirit and in truth. So could you worship with me right now? Could we, could we come before God right now in spirit and in truth? Can we lift our hands to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one that gives us the strength to go on and on till early in the morning, to go on and on day after day, reading his word, trusting and obeying in his word, to refrain from the, the sight of evil. Hallelujah. He said to refrain from the sight of evil, that even to look like you're doing something that's wrong. You know you're doing the right thing, but it doesn't look right. The world is different. 
The world is not like us. He has sanctified us. He is the God who sanctifies. Hallelujah. He has set us apart. Hallelujah. To be examples for our families, to be examples for our friends, and as the body of Christ, to be examples unto the world that they will see the Christ in each and every one of us and glorify God the Father who is in heaven watching every move that we make. For God knows our thoughts, for he is sovereign. Hallelujah. He is above all. Hallelujah. And Father God, we worship you right now. We worship you from the depths of our hearts, oh God. Oh Lord, and we meditate on your word, oh God, as much as we can. For you said to do it day and night, oh God, for you will give us the strength, Lord, hallelujah, to go on in this world, oh God. Lord, we're not worried about who is our president. We know who is our God, hallelujah. We know that you, oh God, are in control, oh God, and that you are able, oh God. Lord, that you are more than able, oh God, for you are a God that is great, hallelujah. You are a God that is more than enough, Lord, hallelujah. And with you, oh God, we have it made, oh God, hallelujah. You gave us instructions, Lord. Oh, Lord, continue to speak to our hearts and our minds, oh God, that we will be transformed, oh God, and glorify you with our thoughts, oh God, with our words, oh God, with our actions, oh God, hallelujah, to walk, oh God, and live by faith, oh God, hallelujah, to be righteous, oh God, in your sight, oh God, and even in the sight of this world, Lord, oh Lord, we bless you, God, we give you all the glory and all the praise, we thank you for your word, oh God, for your works, oh God, for the person who you are, oh God, for your perfect plan, oh God, for us, Lord, hallelujah, for you revealed it, oh God, it's no longer a mystery, oh God, but it's his story. Hallelujah. Because it's about Jesus, oh Lord, and we thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us, oh God. Oh Lord, your blood, oh God, that covers us and washes us and delivers us and sets us free, oh God, and gives us the strength and the life to go on and on and on and on. For God, you are great and greatly to be praised. We worship you, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you praise and we give you all the glory in Jesus matchless name amen and amen to God be the glory hallelujah glory to the king hallelujah thank God for his word hallelujah thank God for his word hallelujah for his word gives us instructions, hallelujah. He lets us know what he wants from us, hallelujah. Lord, what do you want me to do, hallelujah? You said it, you meant it, and your word is here to represent it. Lord, we give you great praise, and we thank you, God. We thank you. Amen. Come on and give God praise and glory. Come on, give God glory and honor.
Amen. Come on and thank God for his word. Thank God for his word. Hallelujah. 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 We thank God for the living word of God. Amen. Not thy will, my, not my will, but thy will be done. Amen. We should all want that for the will of the Lord to be done inside of us. Amen. And we should all want for the will of the Lord to be done in this country. That God's will will be done. This is what we pray when we say, thy will be done on earth as it is where? In heaven. Saints of God, we got a lot of work before us. Amen. What I love about it, I love talking about Abraham, how he obeyed. He heard God. He obeyed God. And everywhere he went, what did he do? He worshiped. Saints, we need to worship. We need to worship and bless God. I'm looking and I'm seeing and, and, and I'm, I'm praying and I'm, I'm asking God, God, what is going on here? We elected a president. The nation has elected a president. And I'm saying, Lord, what is he going to bring with him? What's going to happen? And you know what I heard back? I must believe God. I must believe God. And with that, I'm going to hear, I'm going to obey, I'm going to worship. Not my will, but Lord, thy will be done. Amen. Reading a lot this week on nuclear bombs, I got to hear, obey, and worship. And as we leave, before we leave, I want us to think about this thought. What are we going to do? What are you going to do if you hear about nuclear bombs coming this way? Are you going to run? Where are you running to? That bomb has no name on it. It's going to kill everybody in its path. But I love what Brother Nick said. He talked about it. Relying and trusting in God. And believing God that even when that bomb falls, to be absent from the body is to be present. Oh, come on. Do I have a church in this place today? Amen. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Listen, and to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And the Bible is the only book that can say, blessed are the dead. Good God, blessed are the dead that dieth, hear how? In the Lord. Amen. And that's how I want to be remembered. In the Lord. So saints, let us not be afraid. Let us not be afraid of hearing about nuclear war. 
And as with Abraham, let's not be afraid when God tell us to move. Let's do what God calls us to do. Hear and obey. This is what we need to do. Very, in this very critical time in this life, let's do what God has called us to do. Amen. We love all of you. We thank God for all of you. Amen. For supporting. Amen. The worship concert. Amen. That worship concert blessed the church. Come on, give God a hand of praise. Amen. 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 It really did bless the church. Saints, we're going to have to come back together again to talk about our fundraising commitment. Amen. We're going to have to get together again with Sister Irene and our brother um, Aaron when he gets back. Amen. We got to get on that fundraising. Amen. And, and supporting the church. Amen. Because we, we're going we're gonna to pay this church off. Amen. Amen. But we want us to come back together again. We're going to plan a meeting. I'm telling Pastor now, amen, and Assistant Pastor Lee, amen, let's get that meeting going so we can plan that again to talk about our fundraising initiative. Amen. We'd like to also thank God to our brother Nick, amen, for our office that's almost finished. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. He's not just a preacher, but he's a worker. Amen. He's doing the work. And I thank God for all of who, all the people who helped him. My brother John in the back. Amen. Amen. Had a help in that. Our brother Aaron, who's not here. Amen. Amen. And for those of you who see the vent that our brother Nick put there, amen, that vent is a lifeline. Amen. Because when it gets hot in that little office, it's hot. But that vent will release the heat. Amen. And allow the place to cool down and give us a circulation of air. Isn't that good? Isn't God good? Amen. God is good. God is good. Amen. And we thank God for all that he's done. Come on, lift your hands with me. Amen. See you all on Thursday night Bible study. Amen. Bible study Thursday night. See you all. Huh? Amen. Right, Evangel Target? See you Thursday night. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Come on out to learn about the word of the Lord. Amen. Right, Brother Joe? See you Thursday night. Amen. God bless you. Y'all seen him shake his head, right? Y'all seen Rose? Amen. They got to be here on Thursday night. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be majesty, power, dominion, and glory, both now and ever. Let all God's people say amen, 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 and amen. 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 God bless you. We love you, saints.